How many have I done? This will be 210. And I've got a couple that are already recorded that I haven't posted yet. One of them is with our neighbor, Patrick, across the way there. So this is 210. What you're listening to, we're not listening to it. But what you're listening to is Oatmeal by Sky Daddy, Sky Daddy Conwell, and the Pop Rocks. That is a song that I, uh, uh, an instrumental that I have used as an opening with Sky's permission over the years because I really like it. It's a really cool guitar-driven instrumental called Oatmeal. And you know, I don't know that I've ever asked him why he called it Oatmeal. But I like it. The reason why I'm using that right now is because the episode you're about to listen to, number 210, was was recorded at the Back Alley Wine Bar on Prescott's Whiskey Row. And when they say the Back Alley Wine Bar, they are not lying. You go in the alley behind Whiskey Row where uh, where all those restaurants, the Palace, Matt's, the Birdcage, the Grand Highland Hotel, all that stuff where they, where they back up against the alley. And in this little doorway, which used to be a storage room for one of the businesses, uh, is the Back Alley Wine Bar. And it is a cool little spot. It's only been open a few months. And Sky Conwell plays there on a pretty regular basis. They've recently started doing some live music in there with the likes of Sky Conwell. Uh, who else is there? Chris Berry, the Swamp Poets, the Electric Swamp Poets, uh, and uh, Buffalo Star featuring Dennis Bennett, a former guest of this show. So I felt it was kind of fitting to put the intro of this episode with some Sky Conway, Sky Conway, Sky Conwell music, Sky Daddy Conwell. Sorry, Sky. Uh, so that is oatmeal that you heard. You're going to hear that same thing on the outro. Now, the guests for today are Brad and Jen Bergamini. They are uh, the owners and founders of the Bergamini Group, local realtors who employ a uh, friend of the show and friend of mine, Mr. Matt Hinshaw, who you heard on here many times in the past. And I, we've been trying to hook up with Brad and Jen for a while now to record, and it just hasn't happened. We've just been busy, so we finally got it done thanks to the help of uh, Mr. Hinshaw of the Real Film Nerds podcast. And we did that because um, I, I just wanted to hear hear from them, hear their story, hear, hear a little bit more about them than what I have heard. They, they have both were born and or raised anyway. Brad was born elsewhere but moved here when he was like a year and a half. Uh, but they, are, they were raised in this area. They've chosen to keep it home and raise their own kids here. They've started their businesses here. And uh, they continue to thrive in this community. They've seen a lot of changes in the Prescott area. We talk about that. We talk about why they're still here, what they're up to, and how they uh, weathered the uh, the downturn in the uh, late 2000 and uh, you know 2008, 2009, 10, and how they uh, they kept their business afloat and they're still thriving. I just wanted to hear more about what it was like in the uh, 
decades ago Prescott area. So you'll hear a little bit about that. Uh, we are sitting, when, when I say we, it's me and, uh, here, come on over, slide over. Anthony Santos, say hey, Anthony. Hey. He is uh, sitting next to me on our bench in our backyard with the lights out on a on a warm Friday night. We're listening. What do you hear? What do you hear, Anthony? Crickets chirping, basically. You know what I hear besides crickets? I hear you eating popcorn. That's what we're doing out here is we're eating popcorn, looking at the stars, looking at the, uh, the, the few lights we can see of Chino Valley from our backyard. It's, uh, it's a beautiful night. We're sitting out behind our home in Chino Valley. So it felt... F- I've seen over 20. You see over 20? Good job. You can count higher than me by about 18. Uh, we, we, are, <laughs> we are sitting at our home. We appreciate our home. We like our home. We, uh, uh, we love our home. Hi, Anthony. Don't you like our home? Yep. So we figured since we're sitting here enjoying our beautiful Chino Valley home, up atop a little hill on the west side of town, looking at the lights and the stars and hearing the crickets, uh, that's a good intro for, uh, for the Bergamini Group and how they can help you find a home as well. So check them out. I don't know. The websites, he listed a bunch of them. Pretty much anything that has the word Prescott in it, Brad owns. Uh, <laughs> he does. Uh, also, check out our sponsors. We spent a little bit of this afternoon over at Big Daddy's Barbecue listening to Leslie Earl, not a serial killer lineman, playing some music uh, out in the patio every Friday during the uh, the months that allow it. Uh, Friday nights from 5 to 7 on the Tiny But Mighty stage at Big Daddy E's Barbecue in Chino Valley is live music by the likes of Sky Conwell, Darren Mahoney, uh Dennis Bennett, Chuck Hall's been out there, Leslie Earl Lyman, a, a great lineup of musicians out there every Friday afternoon, and some of the best barbecue you will ever taste, no matter what, uh, what part of the country you're from. BDEBBQ.com is where you can find out information. Uh, search them on Facebook under Big Daddy's Barbecue and Catering. Also brought to you this week by... Our good friends at Select Automotive, we mention it in the tail end of the episode, but please just search them on Facebook, Select Automotive in Chino Valley at Lantana Plaza. Uh, They saved our behinds, Anthony, last week. They took care of us on an emergency breakdown while I was headed to a job in Phoenix, and uh, and they take care of us. Uh, they, They always do. So... I'm a big fan, as you know, of supporting local artists, local businesses, local musicians and and the like, and of course, the local folks that take care of other local folks. Avery over at Select Auto Automotive in Chino Valley and Frank. And you know what? Honestly, honestly, Anthony, I think Frank's the brains of the outfit. (laughs) Sorry, Avery. Frank, I think, runs the place. Select Automotive on uh, on uh, Atlantana Plaza in Chino Valley. They are the official, unofficial sponsor of today's podcast, along with Big Daddy's Barbecue, BDEBBQ.com. 
And uh, who else? Oh, the Amazon link. Get get that Amazon link at milehighshow.com. Click on it and do all your online shopping. And we get a little piece of the action, and it allows us to keep this home and keep uh, keep Anthony and popcorn. Without without that Amazon link, Anthony, we cannot afford to buy you all of the popcorn that you eat on a daily basis. So I'll eat it at night. You eat it every night. So uh, what else? Popsicle night. <laughs> Popsicles, popcorn, and popsicles. You can't live without the pops. The three pops in our house: pop, me, popsicle, and popcorn. Those are the three pops you cannot live without. So uh, enjoy your summer. Enjoy your evenings by going out and listening to some great music, meeting some great people, supporting the businesses that support local artists and local folks in the community like the Bergamini Group. They sell houses. Like Big Daddy E's, BBQ, they feed poor podcasters and poor musicians. And uh, select automotive in Chino Valley at Lantana Plaza where uh, they can keep your vehicle running. They keep our mobile studio running, the Mile High Show mobile studio. So sit back, enjoy my conversation with Jen and Brad Bergamini, recorded at the Back Alley Wine Bar on Prescott's Whiskey Row. And uh, I tried really hard, Matt Hinshaw, not to make fun of you, but, you know, it's... I can't help it. I gotta make, I gotta make fun. Gotta make fun of that Henshaw guy. I did. He did not like it. Sit back and enjoy the show. Um, Matt was asking about. Um, do we have a plug? Do I have anything that we need to plug? Because we're gonna get to plugging the business and everything else going. Uh, but if you have anything that uh, you guys are involved with, any organizations, any like fundraisers or anything, because I, I know you guys are pretty involved in the community. Yes, definitely the PUSD Education Foundation. We have a golf tournament on Saturday. So I we'll think put we this still up. have a few more spots. I'll make sure this is up like before tomorrow afternoon. Okay. So yeah. we're recording actually on Thursday in the Back Alley Wine Bar. I spent a lot of time. In uh, back alleys, uh, and I, I'm, they don't serve Thunderbird here, so uh, my my wine tastes aren't there. They are located at one five six South Montezuma, kind of behind and uh, next to the Birdcage. It's a neat spot. I hadn't been here. They've been running a lot of live music here, so a lot of friends of the show and past guests have performed here. Uh, Buffalo Star is coming up. That's Dennis Bennett. He used to play with uh, Darren Mahoney, a great guitarist. And the Swamp Poets. You guys know the Swamp? You know Chris Berry? I don't. He's with the uh, Northern no. Arizona Blues Alliance. Very interesting guy, Chris Berry. And he's played with, like, every blues outfit around here. Used to... Anyway, he's just an interesting guy. Very... Uh, a lot of stories. A lot of stories that guy has. Some of them are even true. That's what I like about Prescott is you get these musicians that are out of this world yeah. sitting in our little town well, and you, yeah. you, you, you just you're just walk in no cover and listen to them play Chris used awesome. to yeah Chris used to play with uh, a lot of guys in the Bay Area way back in the late 60s early 70s that's where he was based out of and uh, he's got some pretty intense stories about uh, the guys from Journey and Santana oh really and everything that he How used cool. to play with yeah we can we can wait does she gotta take a call yeah 
Man. No, I'm good. <laughs> and she, being Jen, and, yeah. and he being Brad, the Bergaminis. I got lots of questions for you guys. Well, shoot. A lot of it has to do with your hiring practices, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, you got you get a lot of plugs. You get a lot of plugs on the show yeah. because this fella sitting next to me, a uh, good friend of mine, Matt Hinshaw, handles. What 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 exactly is your exact title? Alcohol. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alcohol. No, you, I saw it on your email. I forget what it's what. What's the official? Creative coordinator. Creative coordinator. Yeah. Social media, photos, media, all, all kinds of good stuff. So when. He's on IT, here. He's yeah. on here quite he, a bit. With he puts me. together a desk like no one's business. <laughs> <laughs> I've yes, seen him break a couple. Yeah, break a couple when I, desks. When I tell yeah. People that, like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so he's he's on quite a bit. Let's pl- let's pl- let's plug his show yeah, too. Yeah, so, Real yeah. film nerds, which is pretty awesome to listen to, especially if you're a film wannabe critic. <laughs> you can actually get it from you can get it from Matt whether or not it's good or not. I always ask him every day. I'm like, what should I watch? What should I not watch? I just never the, trust his answer. Yeah, really. You know, I have, he wanted me to see the Chucky movie. <laughs> you know, I, I I have I've known this guy <laughs> what nine movie. years, yeah. ten years. No, I've been impressed with him. Yeah. Okay, so it just like, seems like lo- it just seems like la- yesterday <laughs> that I met you. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. He'll he'll go. Oh, you got to see this movie, and he tells like, "Do you know me at all? Have you ever known me to like that style, like that Chucky horror stuff? I hate it. it scares me. Keeps me He's up also at night. never seen Toy Story. Oh yeah, that's a little known fact. He's never any seen any Toy of the Toy Story stories. or anything like made before like 1960. <laughs> No, that's not true. Did you tell him we recorded at their office, or was that a whole break-in no, incognito are, thing? We, I think we Okay, that. just yeah, check yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to out you or yeah. nothing. It's, we, the we watched are a, really good there. Yeah. We, wa- we watched a movie from, uh, I forget what it was, 57, 58, something like that. And uh, his first complaint was, oh, it's in black and white. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's okay. I, I was alive before color was invented, so. There you go. I was disappointed that there was... Uh, no, yeah. That's that's when your kids go. Did did was everything black and white? Yeah. <laughs> like, did you guys see in black and white back then? No. I'm like, no, no, that didn't work that way. <laughs> At our house, it's a little different. I got I've got one child, so that's way different than you guys, and yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, how many kids do you got? Six. Six. Six kids. Yeah. What's the age span? Nine the, to twenty-one. Yeah, let my wife answer that. Nine. <laughs> he doesn't. So you were nine when the oldest was born, right? Yep, that, yeah, I was. That's which, how I can be which doesn't now. sound any better no, than what I did. Yeah, we were high school sweethearts, but yeah, yeah we, we, we waited until now, we were married. And I, had, I had have kids. one child at home. I have one child at home. And he is a, uh, he's a nine-year-old, 50-year-old midget because he's been hanging out with old people his whole life. Uh, up until he was like seven, all he had seen was old movies and old TV shows and stuff. His favorite show to this day is Ozzie and Harriet and Get Smart, the old Get Smart oh, yeah. kind of 60s. Oh, yeah. His favorite movie of all time is a John Wayne flick from like 64 or something like that. <laughs> that's all he knows because cool. that's all. That now, recently, he's been getting into things like uh, what's that space movie that Matt likes? Star, Star <laughs> Trek Wars or something. I don't know. Something about robots. You're going to butcher it all. Yeah, I'm going to. I just want to see. Quick. I just want to see smoke come out of his ears. 
<laughs> but he, uh, my son is, uh, uh, I, w- I was 43 when he was born, so so he uh, did grow up with, with old folks. But I, on the other hand, am the youngest of six. Got it. And between my sister, who's the oldest, and she is old. When I say old, she's old, <laughs> really old. She doesn't listen to this, so it's all right. Uh, there's se- seven years between us. Six kids in seven oh, years. Oh, wow. Uh, that's the days before uh, cable TV, Matt. Yeah. If you're yeah. well, you know, track. I'm the last of seven, so yeah. Well, what's the age group? What's um, the... my older sister is 14 years older than I. Yeah, so that's you know that's that's every realistic. Two years. That's every realistic. Years. That's spacing. realistic. My, now my my oldest sister and my oldest brother 10 months apart. Holy cow! And my mom likes oh she, oh well, that, he was early yeah, yeah yeah like two weeks yeah that exactly. doesn't count it doesn't that's, count yeah that's called Irish twins by the way <laughs> <laughs> or just Mexican or just very quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. could be yeah could be it's yeah I don't know how my mom did it uh, well I guess she didn't <laughs> she's paying for it now she's kind of lost her mind. Um, <laughs> She hasn't listened to the show either. No, right here. no. Okay, good. She no, actually, she she does. She has. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta enjoy uh, your, the 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 hurdles you gotta face. She has dementia. She has sure. a lot of, that. and it's completely induced by her kids. I'm sure. Uh, I had a friend of mine tell me. He goes, "Yeah, I talked to your mom, and uh, she she doesn't really remember your son's name. Is she getting a little worse?" And I said, "I laugh at it." And this is 100% true. I said, uh, it's not really her fault because when, when she comes over to visit, they'll play. And then I take them in the bedroom, change his clothes, bring them out. I told her we have twins. Oh, and she nice. believed me for a couple of years. <laughs> oh, oh nice. my God. I think it's good for her mind. That's, it's good know, exercising. It's, 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 yeah, for, yeah. She goes to the bathroom. We rearrange all the furniture yeah. just to get her a little. Just to make it, yeah. make it, make yeah. it interesting. Well, for my amusement, yeah, I yeah, think, is what yeah. it's for. Um, so let's get for, we'll get some of the the formalities out of the way. Sure. Uh, uh, you, the business, how long you guys been around? Contact website, all that good stuff for the oh, Bergamini sure. Group. Oh, for uh, for our business, okay. Well, we can go there real quick. Um, I've been doing this for 17 years. My wife is a is a trained CPA, and she joined us how many years ago? About five full time. About five years. Uh-huh. Um, you know, she was in control of. Of at least some of it way before then, I'm sure. <laughs> officially, but, uh, officially joined it. Officially yeah. joined the team about five years ago. Um, we've had the team since 2009. 2008. 2008. Okay. And so, um, you know, uh, sell a lot of homes. Uh, enjoy doing it. It's hometown for both of us. Uh, I grew up out in uh, in uh, the Chena Valley area and 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 went to school in Prescott and graduated from Prescott High School. Um, Jennifer was born here, so. Uh, we've been yeah. around here for a while. Yeah. Uh, High school sweethearts, you said? Yeah. yeah. That's nice. That's good to hear. So how, when, so how long have you been married? It'll be 25 years Thanks. in September. Really? Yeah. yeah. I hit 25 next April. Yeah. We just nice. hit 24. Yeah. So people say, um, well, it's 25 happy years. And she goes, well, maybe like 18 <laughs> or 19 happy years. There was five or so that, you yeah. know, here yeah. and there. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, um, high school sweethearts. We've known each other for a long time. And, you know, um, we obviously, you know, been in business for a bit and know know, know a lot of folks in town because you yeah. know you run into uh, your your friends you went to high school with you you run into the people that uh, you've known for a long time and you know we, with with six kids you run into everybody you went yeah. to Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts with yeah because now yeah. now you're Dance. linking back with those families sure. you grew sure. up with and their kids and yep. Little League yep. and all that stuff that's a great place to live. No, so where can where can folks find out about the business? What's website? Um, social you can media? go to welcome to Prescott.com. 
you can pretty much type in Prescott in any browser, and you own every domain I tr- for, I with Prescott to, in. Yeah. I try to do that. You know, it's it's very much so. Or or if you can figure out how to spell Bergamini, you'll fi- you'll get us. You know, now, if you figure out how to spell Bergamini, then you're in. Now, how big is the Bergamini family? Um, I'm and last, I'll, I'm I'll tell you why seven. I'm asking. I'm a last of seven. A good portion of them live in the area. What about extended family? Oh goodness! You uh, know, there's a Bergamini out in the in the Verde correct. area that is not related. Not to you. related to me. And yeah. every time, everybody's like, "How do you? How does this Brad guy? I want to like, say must be pretty famous because every time yeah. everybody runs into me, they know. That, I want to say school teacher or administrator. He's teacher. Yeah. yeah, he's a teacher. I don't know that he lives there anymore. Um, he was with Sedona School District, I believe. I met him at the. Uh, oh, what's that thing? The Teacher of the Year. Teacher of the Year thing that... Oh, the Yavapai Yavapai County teacher. Yavapai Yavapai County, County. yeah. Yeah. And he was there a couple years ago. It was not too long after... I never met him. Yeah, not too long after you got hired, and we were doing pictures out there. And uh, I see the name. Yeah. And I go, I just assume, because it's not a hugely common name. No, no. I just assume. I said, oh, are you related to Brad, the real... Before I can finish, he goes, no, not not related. I know you're talking about. That's your... Yeah, no, without a doubt. Yeah. See, the bad part is where I grew up, as the Santos is, my dad was in the middle of like 14 kids. Okay. Most of them boys. So from 30, 1937, 38, when his oldest brother was in like, well, no, it would have been like the late 20s, uh, when he was in kindergarten up through my youngest uncle who graduated high school in like 63, there was a Santos in every class. Oh, yeah. So we were all related. And I would bump into people. Yeah. When they would hear my name, I would get these really angry looks. <laughs> Are you related to Dickie? Uh, yeah, it's my uncle. I hated him. There was always some kind of yeah. bad story that went along with it. No, my, my, my father uh, moved us here in, I want to say, 73. And so, um, you know... He had his own business, and so, yeah. and his name was on the business. So, uh, what was the business? What? It was uh, he he built uh, gas stations. It was a petroleum business at the nice. time. So, you know, Bennett Oil, some of the you know yeah. more the ones that are still around. Almost every gas station you touched at one point in time. Oh wow! Put gas tanks in, and you know, I remember doing that stuff as, as an early age. But uh, you know, he was the kind of guy that would wave at you constantly. Like, yeah. He, so I got that same thing where I wave at people all the time, <laughs> and I don't know who they are. So, yeah. Without a doubt. Now, so you. I know I got several years on you. So were you born here? Or did you? Were you young when you, when you brought it? I was brought here at one and a half. Uh, my wife okay. was born at the Yavapai Regional Medical Center. It might have been, might have been Prescott Hospital by the, at that point in time. Yeah, it may not have been Yavapai called. at that point in time. But all six of our kids were born at the same hospital. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Barely. Mason was born the year before they opened the PV hospital and moved all the what, kids. Ha- to be so born how old is there. he? He's nine. Nine. Okay, yeah. What, so when was he? He was born on on in the. He was born the on the Prescott, Prescott. campus. Uh huh. Yeah, my son was one of the last little groups there too because yeah. they opened right after that. When when was your son born? October. Oh. Of twenty. I mean, two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony was just a little bit before that. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going into fifth, fourth grade? He's going into fourth. Yeah. yeah. We. Uh, <laughs> Us too. Mason's yeah. fourth. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> Like I said, he was raised with old people. I mean, he wasn't around kids. All of our friends were having grandkids when he was born. Oh, so. sure. <laughs> some of our friends, too, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like he would be around some kids. But, you know, we, we live out in Chino. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you know, it's not like you got 
neighbors right next to you. So he would be around kids when we'd go to friends' houses or go to the park or something. But it wasn't like he grew up with a bunch of kids. So he didn't really know how to interact with kids. So when he was getting ready for kindergarten, you know, he's four, early four, we put him in preschool just so he could, like, know how to act. And he, uh, he got along great with the staff. Uh, did not. It took him about six months to get used to the kids. Mm-hmm. But I would go pick him up in the afternoon, and he'd be <laughs> he'd be answering the phone, Valley Learning Center, signing parents. He's four <laughs> years old, standing on the clipboard and stuff. <laughs> I looked at the administrator over there, a friend of mine, Kelly, and I said, "What's going on?" She goes, "Yeah, he was having a rough day, so we put him up here. He's doing great." <laughs> and so right when he started getting really comfortable in preschool. It was almost, he could have went into the, the kindergarten class, and we said, you know, it took him so long to get used to it. If we switch now, let's leave him in preschool, get him, give him his confidence. So he went in uh, uh, just before he turned five into, or excuse me, just before he turned six into yeah. kindergarten. But it was a really good move for him because yeah. he was, he needed that confidence what booster. What school is he at? He's at Mingus Springs out in Chino. Oh, okay. okay. We could see the, uh, uh, the roof of the school from our front. Oh, door, nice. so wow, it's yeah. it's really, really close. Nice. It's not small. Yeah. There's one class per per yeah, grade, it's a small so it's nice. Charter, isn't it's it? Good. Yeah, yeah, so it's nice. And he's uh, now he's just like a normal kid. For up until he was like seven, it was like this. He's not a normal just kid. Just wait until the I've junior is normal. There's no such thing as normal. <laughs> After six, you're like, I don't know. I, it's kind of normal. By the time <laughs> he's in his teen years, I'll be like senile or dead oh, anyway. Well, so we're, we're good. I, okay. I got that yeah. to look forward well, he'll, to. What I'll do is he'll he'll rearrange the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teaching him well. I don't care. like, hey, so um, there's twins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my brother's coming in. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, wait a second. <laughs> this, this almost sounds familiar. So I don't care what what he does as long as he's entertained and I don't remember so it's all right I want to hear a little bit about how we'll get into kind of how the business has changed because obviously you guys had to do you know with social media and everything everything changes yeah Yeah. but how has the area changed for you guys what 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 are some of the drastic changes you've seen in your uh, in your life in the Prescott and Chino areas it may be because I grew up differently, but like I am amazed at just the culture that now exists in Prescott. When we grew up, you couldn't go down to the square and listen to music every night in the summer. There wasn't these amazing musicians that I at least remember. Maybe it's because yeah. my parents didn't no. do that. But I just don't remember Prescott being so culturally alive yeah. as it is today. Yeah. I love that about Prescott now. And I, I think one thing that's great about it is it makes my kids think Prescott is a place they want to be. When nice. we graduated, we were like, not on your life. We're, we're never get ever out. coming back. Yeah. Well, clearly, we were yeah. wrong. Yeah. What was the, what was the, the entertainment draw? Was it trips to Phoenix or what was... Actually, no. Well, I mean, there wasn't. I mean, if, if you liked country music then um, and, and 20-year-old country music, this would have yeah. been the, the hangout. Um, gotcha. But you wouldn't have... You, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of live music. There was a little bit... You know, Matt's has been Matt's for a long time. Yeah. And so there's live music there. Um, we, as there a kid, There was rarely though, live music, though. I felt like when we were in our early college years, we both... We were here. I was here for two years at Yavapai College, and yeah, I yeah. felt like there wasn't much to do as a college student or as a high school student. Yeah, and really, all there was was either partying or not partying <laughs> yeah. and hanging out with your friends <laughs> in your house. I mean, yeah. there just wasn't a lot of opportunity of things yeah. to do. And kids today may feel the same way, 
But I feel like, at least as adults and raising kids here, we can go out and do so much and see so There's much yeah. that they have a lot more options well, than when know. we grew up. We sure. have friends that are operatic singers. We have, um, you know, there's, absolutely, there's, yeah. uh, you know, there's, Yavapai College has a phenomenal, yeah, uh, the performing venue. arts oh, center, gosh, yeah. You know, there's just, there's always something. If, 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 you know, the other day I went to Elks and watched The Godfather. I thought that was amazing <laughs> to me, and like, when, on the big screen, yeah, on the big screen. I thought that was amazing, and so you know, just little things like that. You wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah. Uh, now the Elks, that's where I did see that, you know, operatic space movie. What was it called? Star Wars? Yeah. At five years old. <laughs> that was my Poor experience Matt. there. My first big movie at, on the balcony there. I'd, I'd like to make it known that I am not making fun of Matt. Yeah, exactly. Now I get to spot. Yeah, now I get to make fun Matt of Matt. Matt knew he was in trouble. Yeah, he was, <laughs> in, he was in. But no, I mean, there's, a, there's been a lot of changes. Um, yeah. You know, some positive, you know, some maybe not so much. I mean, uh, when we were kids, you know, our parents would drop us off at, you know, things like the swap meet, which was now yeah. the YMCA. Um, oh, you know, gotcha, yeah, yeah. So at that point in time, it would be, you know, people just brought their cars and they would, you know, it was a flea market. Um, and that's what you'd do on a Saturday if you had free time and maybe three nickels to, to run together. Um, <laughs> well, three nickels could go a long way, way yeah. back in the olden yeah. days when yeah. Brad was a kid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could make a lot go on. I'm going to stick a, a pin in I'm going to blame this on Jen having to do business over there, but actually I was doing business over here. <laughs> That's good. That's that it. works out either way. <laughs> we'll drop an ad in there That's or something. We'll do a Burgamini ad right yeah, in the middle of there. Burgamini He's like, no, <laughs> don't put my name on this. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me when we had DJ. When we had DJ. Oh, I was, I, I remember that. That was I, a frightening I podcast. That. I have recorded 200 and... 14 episodes, 215. I have only not posted one. <laughs> and that was recorded down the street from where we are right now. It was fun. It, it was, was a fun one to record. It. it was fun to, to record, not appropriate to post. No, How's that? No, How's that for? Nice. Speaking of not appropriate. Yeah. You were talking, we, no, I'm just kidding. We, uh, we were talking before I hit pause about the way the areas changed and what. Uh, there's obviously growth. Yeah. You know, what, a lot of growth. Off the top of your head, and I know this is a you weird know, question. Do you know what population was, say, oh, mid-'80s? You know, I was so young I wouldn't know. But I do know that there wasn't a light in Chino Valley, and there was at least two cattle guards on each side of Chino Valley. Like, <laughs> one on each side of <laughs> On Chino. the highway? Yeah, on the highway. So now, Was that to keep the residents in yeah, or to yeah, keep exactly. people out? Yeah. <laughs> I think the chickens. The chickens had to go stay in, and the goats had to stay in. Right. I don't know. Exactly. Now, Jen, left. Prescott was home for you guys? Yeah. yeah. For yeah. you, your family? I grew up here, and I left in 92 to go to ASU. And when I left, there was one light in Prescott Valley at Robert Road. Yeah. And when we came back in 96, there were yeah. six, seven know. lights. Yeah. We were now playing Bradshaw in sports. Like we never played Bradshaw <laughs> yeah. in sports. Badger you know, it was, was playing such... big schools out of Phoenix. Right. Now. We oh, wow. only yeah. played Phoenix Flagstaff. We never played Bradshaw growing up. And my kids would grow up and ask me, like, what was it like when you guys were kids? Was it a big rivalry? And I'm like, no, they were really small. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get yeah. to play them. So it was such a difference. I felt like in Prescott Valley, far more than here. Sure. Um, Prescott yeah. has grown for sure, but just different. You know, the, I mean, the we roots already of Prescott, were here. The roots of Prescott go back, you know, generations. Prescott Valley, and correct me if I'm wrong, was more of just a farming community. 
Right. Correct. Actually, Prescott Valley would have been more. Actually, Prescott was just Prescott Valley was was Jackass Flats. It was um, you know the Fanes owned that space yeah. for um, for cattle, and when they developed it, it was it was very sparse, and so. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be more. Chino Valley was cornfields when I was a yeah. kid, so I still have I still have the barbed wire scars of running through <laughs> you know cornfields as a kid, and you know the uh, the winery over there was was uh, a couple steps from our house, so you know we'd go in over there and the the peacocks would chase us and just little things you, like that. So if you ever feel like uh, getting back to your roots, you can go. I was over there a couple weeks ago to see our buddy Road One South, oh, Dwight yeah. Devlin, and a peacock chased me. In the oh yeah, lot. so it, not mean. much has changed. Yes, exactly. uh, uh, except I don't think there's much corn anymore. No, not so much corn. The yeah. corn festival, things like that. So, right. You know, and, and yeah. Jen was literally, I mean, down almost downtown Prescott is where you lived. Yeah. You just lived right off Whipple. I lived off right of off Ruth. Whipple. Yeah, in Whipple. Right off Whipple yeah. Street. Before and it Right in the middle of town. Yeah, there was no road to yeah. connect it to downtown. <laughs> yeah. That happened when I was at college and we came back. And it's funny, my sisters and I were joking how we still call it a new road. Yeah. As if it's new. <laughs> yeah. And that was like in 1993. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and I, we actually pretend like we're i mean we're still fairly young compared to to you know the rest of Prescott. so we got, we keep on looking at them like <laughs> yeah. like how like old are they yeah. Yeah. like yeah. they sound like they're old yeah yeah no we've been here a long time and i it's funny when we left we didn't think we'd come back no. so i don't that, think that brings up the next question why why make it home still um you know we it was funny because i grew up with the Boozy family, I don't know if you're familiar, but Ron Boozy owned Asphalt Paving and Supply for many years. Hmm. And I was, his daughter was my best friend and was in our wedding and I was in her wedding and and he needed an accountant to come up and be his CFO. Gotcha. And I was 23 at the time and I moved up. Um, he offered us a job and I we talked about it for a long time. Should sure. we move back? Should we move back? And we moved back and the day I started, the CFO that was retiring looked at me and said, I'm not leaving now because you're only 23. <laughs> so for a few years, she just would not move on. And we, Ron had started several other businesses that I was running for him, but gotcha. we knew we needed to transition. So yeah. I got a new computer software and the old CFO didn't want to learn it. So there we go. I got to be the CFO. But then he sold the business in 2003. And so then we moved on from, but we stayed here in town. But it's really the thing that brought us back to Prescott was the opportunity for me to have a job to do that. Right. Yeah. I was bartending. Yep. It was like, I can bartend anywhere, yeah. you know. And and I was still going to school at this time. Where, where were you attending bar? Oh, oh geez. Gosh. Is it still around? So, yeah. No, so <laughs> I think. we don't talk about. So what's interesting <laughs> is, you know, believe it or not, a bartender was a was a prized possession yeah. job and probably still is. I don't, I don't know. But, um you know, getting a job in Prescott, Arizona as a bartender, even though I'd been a bartender for a long time, I was still in my early 20s. What, mm-hmm. I, what we were 23, 24? 20. Yeah, 23, yeah, 23, when 23 we moved 24 back. when we moved back. So, you know, interestingly enough, I'd been bartending since, uh, since I was 19. I, yeah. <laughs> I got my first bar back job when I was 15. Oh, wow. They thought I was 18. Yeah. And, uh, and then that was I back was before tenni- they asked for ID. I, yeah, yeah it was, everything was <laughs> under the table. Yeah. Uh, including some things that we won't discuss, <laughs> yeah. uh, and started started pouring drinks at like seventeen, eighteen, sure. and uh, it turns out the uh, owner of the bar told me later he because the only reason I hired you is because you're here every day. 
I thought if you worked here, you'd call in sick every once in a while. I wouldn't have to look at you. And it did not work. <laughs> it did not work. You have such a work ethic. So, yeah. Every day. That, yeah. no. Nah. So, I was uh, just yeah, thirsty. No, when, I got, when, I, yeah, when I got back in town, they, uh, they said, well, you know, we have plenty of bartenders, but you can serve tables. And so I worked at the Gurley Street Grill. Yeah. And if you um, know the Gurley Street Grill, it has stairs in the front and stairs in the back. And it's a 100-plus-year-old building. Yeah. So, um, interestingly enough, um, serving pizzas was not my forte. And I ended up... <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple people um, that everybody knows in town that I've probably splashed food on. And so uh, I, I try. I, 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 I realized real quick that wasn't the right thing. Um, Applebee's at the time opened up, what, uh, six, seven months after I, yep. we moved here. Same location? Same location. Yep, same location. Yeah. And, and that place was the first big chain. In ah, our area, gotcha. so um, it was a great opportunity. Um, we had uh, we had Home Depot, we had uh, Walmart there, and it was kind of the the hub Walmart. of all those. Walmart was and at Costco Frontier as well. Yeah, yep. yep. village though, right? Yep. And all okay. those places were right in that area. So I had this really great uh, blue collar worker group that came in every day at four o'clock. We had so much fun, and uh, you know, so you know, it was it was a great time. Now. Not being a, a frequent customer of, of Applebee's, dollar margaritas, but every time, every time I've gone in there, yeah. every single time, it's been with this guy, and he goes there more than I do, because it was mom, when she's up visiting and that, this guy being Matt, for listeners, I'm pointing. Um <laughs> But every every time I've gone in there, he goes he goes he goes. Watch, there's a, that guy from Best Buy is gonna show up, without a doubt. That guy's sitting in the corner every single every time. time. Well, that was I mean seriously, my regulars. I you know I'll I'll, I'll plug Jeff because you know he's he doesn't live here anymore, but he's up every weekend with his his parents yeah. here. But Jeff was at the corner of my bar all the time, <laughs> and so you know we had our regulars. It was a lot of fun, and it's a, it was across the street. It's still across the street from a 55 plus community. So we had, a, you know, it was about the closest bar for those folks. So yeah. I had my early crowd. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, we were able to, you know, make ends meet when Jen was working on asphalt paving. And I was was thinking I was going to put myself through school. Yeah. I just decided that what, through what school was your, wasn't was a good idea. Yeah, at, that part, at that part, Brad, what was your goal? What, what, what was, where were you seeing yourself at 23, 24? Where were you seeing yourself in your <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a trick question. I was seeing myself dead at 25. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I wasn't exactly thinking I was going to live this long. Yeah. He may so, have thought I would kill him by then. Exactly, yeah. probably. So when I talk it, about we might the, be related. the 25 years of, of happy marriage, Bliss. There was at least five or so that I was a bartender in town. So there's that. Um, but I, I can tell you that you know, um, by all means, it was good. It, it was a good learning ground. I mean, I, I don't know exactly how other people learn real estate, but when you're dealing with people in a bar, you can pretty yeah. much deal with them anywhere else. And I yeah. was going to school to be a teacher at the time, and so I thought, you know what, teaching bartending. What were you wanting to teach? History. History. Yeah. Nice. Really? Did yeah. you have a target for like a grade level or? 
Actually, I did, and then I went did did some student um, student teaching or student observation at the time, and I was in a ninth grade class. And scared <laughs> the heck out of me. I'm sorry, but ninth grade girls are scary when you're 22 and you look like you're 15. <laughs> yeah. so, by all means, it was it was not it was something that I realized real quick. I'm not mature enough to hang out wasn't in the classroom. Be, no, wasn't going to be a good fit thing, for you. No. Yeah. But you know, again, um, I you know all things are I, I I too believe that 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 things go in a in an order for reason yeah and so by all means it's you know it's the right reason now you mentioned the other night uh some roots in in paulden as well you were living in chino but what what, what you said something about what? we have to drink if it's about yeah. paulden oh. <laughs> i lived there for eight yeah, years yeah. why didn't i think of that yeah, role? exactly yeah man no actually um so my parents moved out to paulden you know gunsight ranch uh-huh. is pretty big so right across from Gunsight Ranch, and, and in fact, um, sharing a fence line, there's a place called The Roost, and The Roost is a, is a uh, hand-built um, home built out of telegraph poles, <laughs> and it, at the time, it was a corrugated tin roof. It was shaped like a you, barn. You know it's old when it's not telephone poles. No, it's, it's telegraph, telegraph poles. poles, yeah, and then railroad ties and things like that. So we, can't, we built <laughs> that when we were kids. My parents went out there um, and cash built a home. Um, on, I want to say, 40 acres, 20, now, 40 acres. To live yeah. in, or were they building it to for live, a, To live okay. in, yeah, to live in. And then, uh, you know, so we were out there. I, you know, I really communicate real well with, with people in the, the early 90s, because I, like, <laughs> 90, 80s, because I grew up without electricity and, and water and some of those. We had yeah. a well and some other things. Our but, children have enjoyed those stories over yeah, the those years. Those are the best. Whenever you can say I walked ten miles uphill with you know snow on both sides, you know that type of stuff. I you know it's it's a lot of fun. I grew up the house. My brother still lives in the house we all grew up in. My parents moved there, and this is a little real estate thing. There, the houses were built in '56. They moved in in '59, and uh, for the whopping uh, whopping price of uh, eight thousand dollars, and it was. One, two, four houses away from my elementary school, kitty corner from my high school, and two blocks from my junior high. Nice. I was late to school from kindergarten <laughs> through 12th grade. Every single day. Yeah. yeah. Every no one's single driving day. you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. I believe that. The closer we move to the schools, the later the kids yeah, are. Yeah, the kids get. Man. Yeah. But uh, so growing up in a metro area, I, you know, it, it, I never thought I would leave. I loved living in an urban area. And Where did you uh, grow up? San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. Uh, it's just south of Oakland. And it was a small community uh, sure. where we lived. A small community of six high schools, 150,000 people. Each neighborhood had its own school. And I moved from there to Paulden in 04, which was 3,900 people at the time. Culture shock. Big culture shock. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I liked yeah. it. And it didn't take me... I was so fed up with living in a metro area. It was either... Uh, and quite frankly, I was going to keel over, my wife was going to leave me, or we were going to have to make some changes sure. just because I, I, anyways, a long, and, long, and, and if people roll through that town fast through the highway, yeah, if you, if you go anywhere out there and you just stop the car, look around, yeah, it's probably the most phenomenal views of oh, anywhere else, yeah. anywhere else in, in, in Yavapai County. It's gorgeous out there, and, and now. Especially, as you know, if you if if you don't agree, I, I I'd love to hear your story. <laughs> as soon as my son was born, 
everything changed, and I cannot fathom living in a city anymore. We we had some opportunities to maybe take some jobs in the Phoenix area or down, you know, even past Buckeye. It's like no, absolutely not. This Jen is where I we want to be. The same way. I mean, right. we knew that we wanted. A, yeah, we, yeah, we knew we wanted a family. a family, and you know, we also knew that we, did we were in Tempe. <laughs> yeah. Well. I yeah. can tell you, we Jen didn't think knew we'd that have this we wanted a family. Yeah, Jen knew we wanted Nobody a family. What did you say? You had nine? Yeah, Ten no, kids? Only what do you got? Six. Yeah, only six. It feels like more some days, but you know, only six. We had been married 15 years, and my wife got pregnant. It was a complete shock. It was a complete surprise. Uh, the best thing that ever happened to us as as a family, obviously, and, and he's the greatest kid in the world. Not, no offense to your six, but my son is, uh, you know, he's the greatest. Ours, he's the great. Not maybe. There's no maybe yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he is. Matt's met ours. I think yeah. he could vote. He is yeah. Matt, way. Would you like to vote yeah, yeah Matt. Who what, whose kid? kid is better? <laughs> Who, who's, they, yeah. they do. And, but who signed your paycheck? Oh yeah, our two boys. I have to tell you, we had a team member leave our team one day, and I went home and I said to the kids that somebody had left. And they look at me and they're like, Matt can never leave. <laughs> like, they adore Matt. Like, they well, think he is. Now, he might because they he, they enjoy the same things. I was going to say, <laughs> you know. Even though he's They're mentally adult, about the same age. But, you so know, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. He's yeah. 9 to 11. My <laughs> son, on the other hand, my son, on the other hand, is a very good judge of character. So. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that could be the problem. No, he, uh, he, he, does, he, he <laughs> wow. does love Uncle Matt. Uh, but my my son is way uh, way too intelligent. He's not. He's not even like um, like. Oh, my son's cute. My, my he's a handsome kid, very smart. I'm I'm not sure he's mine. We'll have to check that out. Um, he's <laughs> no. He, uh, he he's yeah, he's he's just a really good kid. And I think I, quite frankly, I think it's because. Not joking, he's grown up with older people. So he's, right. you know, at four, he's carrying on full-blown conversations with my wife. I was lost. I didn't, I couldn't follow him. Yeah, but, yeah. It's a little advanced for you. He, he is the more mature way. Because yeah, my I, office is my home. Yeah, I, I work yeah. out of my house. So uh, I spend a lot more time with him than most most dads would and and he uh he is definitely the mature one of our of our coupling so my wife has to repair everything when she gets home she's like okay what did you guys do today come here let me explain what did why tell you anthony come here let me explain why that's not right yeah, exactly. yeah. Watch but TV. no it's a it's a it's a lot of fun i th- that was and that was one of the one of the big changes we did i've sure. never had less than two full-time jobs I, any, it's a long and involved story, but I, I tend to work way too much. So, so when when I right. turned around <laughs> yeah. and he was five and he was just born, all that happened too fast. I we had to ma- I had to make some big changes, and one of the changes was switching my job to work out of my home so I could be with him more, and it was the best decision I ever made. You know. Uh, Paul and Sheena Valley, even Prescott. I mean, I get comments all the time that man, you know, you guys live a slower lifestyle. You guys are real slow. That's the whole beauty of it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, honestly, slowing. It's it's hard for me to slow down. Anyways. Yeah. I'm pretty. You know, work a big, 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 long week and and, and do a lot. Jen does 
way more than I do, yeah. so I can't complain. But it's definitely one of those things. Slowing down is not a problem in Prescott, if, you know, especially if... It's if just you, a problem for us. It's just a problem for us. You have to work at it, because I know I'm the exact same way. I've always yeah. got to be doing... When I'm not doing something... I always feel like I, you know, work-wise, I always feel like I'm slacking in some way. So okay, I got to fix that. I got to yeah. do this. Got to do that. And I have to s- step aside and go. No, you know what? Everything's getting turned off, and we're going to go outside and goof I, off. I work. Yeah. Jen volunteers and works, <laughs> and then raises kids and yeah. everything else. So I think when we thing. when we had six young kids at home, yeah. you know, for the years that they all six were in the house, <laughs> it felt like. I had every excuse in the world not to work all the time, and it was my focus. And I did work. I've never not worked. Yeah. I don't think I've ever not had a job in our whole marriage, no. I don't think. But but I was able to. I was super blessed to work school hours and to be able nice. to go pick my kids up and be able to do those things. And I was thankful that my degree was in something that I could be more flexible with. Yeah. I always worked in construction accounting, and it was able to be flexible. I worked for my best friends. They were always like family, and so it was super great for our kids growing up. But I think once I ended up with only three at home, I'm like, well, clearly I can work all the time. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is easy. Why don't people who have three kids think this is easy? <laughs> but when you have six and you're juggling all of that, you know, and for a season, those little ones aren't doing much. We are now in a season where they're back to doing a lot and I don't have a driver. Yeah. Like nobody drives in our house <laughs> right now, which is crazy. Yeah. We had drivers for several years, so, and so now I'm back to like, oh, I have to pick them up from you're the school. Chauffeur. Like I need to remember that now, they need a ride. At home still, who's how, how old's the oldest? Fourteen. Almost then. Almost. She's gonna almost. be a freshman at yeah. PHS. Yeah. Does she? Does she drive though? Have you have you let her go out? Oh, in the- I've told no. her. I said, you know, I'll. I met some. We have a person on our team who at at fourteen like separated herself from her family. And when she did that, she was able to get her driver's license. State of Arizona, when you like, I don't know what the word is, but emancipate yourself. You get to get your driver's license Mm -hmm. at that age. And I'm like, (laughs) Allie, I'm considering emancipation only so you can drive your (laughs) brother. And then we'll figure it out from there, honey. Because I am like, she is awesome and she's super responsible. But she's not going to be any help when she does turn 16 because she is involved in everything. Everything. Our older son's, especially our second son, had like really not very much going on. And so he drove <laughs> our kid yeah. everywhere. He will not listen to this, yeah. by the way. Yeah. But he is just he's an that artist. kid. He's, he's an artist. Yeah. He's, he's an artist and a Marvel genius. Right. I, yeah. My other five children would tell you he's my favorite. But he is just, <laughs> he was just always there. Yeah. And he's that kid who would be like texting me. I got the boys. Don't worry about it. You know, always nice. under control. Always knew what was going on. Always super responsible. So he moved away a year and a half ago, which was super sad because yeah. he graduated high school, which was awesome. But, like, it's just kind of that letting go and realizing. Yeah. When he moved away, I'm like, what? I have to drive him? <laughs> well, and our kids what have never this? been not busy. Yeah. Like, never. Girls are always at dance. Boys are always at Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, or some other sports, sports or something yeah. else. So, you know, there's just always that transition of yeah. doing a lot all the time. Yeah. yeah. By the time I was, you know, seven, eight, whatever, my, my older siblings were all learning to drive, getting their licenses, their, their permits, and that. So my mom would take us out. Again, we lived in the city. So, like, on a weekend, there's an industrial park that was right down the street where we grew up. So all the streets are empty there's nobody there so she would just let us drive so while they were learning to drive you know i'd get behind the wheel and i'd learn to drive when i was six seven years old my wife does not approve of that (laughs) uh but our van is 
enough. Well, my wife can reach the pedals, so my son, nine, he can also reach the pedals. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. Uh, so uh, we live. So Police officers don't either. Don't, don't worry about it. They, they, they have no idea. Okay. We, we live on an acre, so yeah. I let them drive around the yard. Oh, and then a good. couple of times, yeah, you know, since I do a lot of work for the town of Chino Valley, it wasn't on a street. It was in a parking lot. It was on a street. Yeah. I let them drive the van around. Just you know, oh but, sure. But it's yeah. it's completely practical because I'm. Fully convinced very shortly yeah. we'll be out somewhere and I'll keel over and he'll have to get home. Right. So I will tell be you, though. Yeah, you know, so you're old when so you're something, you something about the laws of physics, <laughs> if you learn that early. <laughs> so when I was a kid, so we lived out in Paulden for a bit. My first vehicle was a 1950 truck. My second was a 1949 truck. And we just kind of did our all over. 48. Yeah, 48. Oh, wow. Yeah. 48 when 48 Chevy. If anybody's got a 48 Chevy out there. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, definitely one of those things that... Um, fully restored, that please. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, There's that one in my neighborhood that you keep asking. Yeah, I know, there I is know. one in your neighborhood. Yeah. But no, it's one of those I things. I know a guy. That, so at 14, when are they 13, not home? 12, <laughs> I know. I, you know, we had motorcycles at 11. And, they you were, know, yeah, so those are the types of things that you just do in the country. And, I, you know. I lived in the city and we used to <laughs> fly around the town on yeah. dirt bikes. Yeah. yeah. But you, and you we know, do not recommend that for anybody else. Nowadays, I don't think that's a, the, the right move, I don't think. <laughs> But, um, but it's definitely one of those things that, you know, I, I think you had it easier because life was yeah. just a little yeah. different, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. back then. And, and by all means, you learned right. all those things. I remember taking our daughter out for the, her first drive, and I'm sitting here going, I don't think she's been behind any motor, anything, and ever. Yeah. And so, he like, just her, the... He made her drive the lawnmower. We have a picture of her <laughs> on the riding mower. And yes, Brad's like, yes, she was so terrible today. She is now stuck driving <laughs> the riding yeah. mower. Or worse yet, they learn to drive on a video game. <laughs> right. And think, yeah. well, yes. if I run into the wall, all it's I have to do is fine. press reset. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so, when the lawnmower doesn't work without the blades going, you're not right. driving anything else. <laughs> right. So our daughter... Moved away at 14. She is a ballet dancer. Couldn't oh, wow. really proceed in Prescott anymore with her yeah. ballet um, training. And so she moved away at 14 and lived in Phoenix with the host family. And then we bought a house oh, down in the neat. valley. Yeah, it's great, isn't it, honey? Yeah, um, and so, good, yeah. Well, no, I mean... That, that, <laughs> it's good for her. Yeah, in the arts no like that. It's yeah. so great to have an so opportunity like that. She moved in with her brother. We bought a house, and Brandon was in college and, and didn't want to live in housing anymore so yeah. we bought a house and they lived together and Brandon would drive her to school to dance school and she did online high school but she turned six she turned 15 and a half when she lived there and we're like well you need to get a permit yeah you know, so you, Brandon can stop driving you eventually and she got her permit I don't even remember what when she had to come home to get it so we could sign and everything yeah and we tried to drive with her a few times but we didn't see her she lived in the valley yeah so we hired a a driving school and she calls me one day and says I just drove all the way to Anthem on (laughs) I-17 and the 51 and the 101 and I'm like don't call me anymore I don't Don't want to know what you're doing like you're freaking me out the the next time she texts me and says I'm not calling but I went to downtown Phoenix uh, all the one-way streets. I'm like, please don't tell me, you know. And she's a great driver. She I really think she's is. one of our better drivers. Although Clearly, she drives we're not as like good a, of a trainer. You know, 105. She's I don't know so how, fast. I have no idea how fast she's she drives. So fast. It's the crazy. good part about driving in Phoenix yeah. is that 
depending on the time of day, you're never going more than like four miles an hour. So, right. yeah. Well, it was funny because so she, she, oh, she is, she is a quick driver, and, and she would blame us. You yes. know, her teacher would say, "You're just you're r- driving way too fast." She's like, "That's because my parents and my brother drive really fast." <laughs> And, Always blame the person right. who's not there. And her brother wasn't old enough to be her her person gotcha. in the car. You yeah, had to yeah, be yeah. 21, yeah. and Brandon was only 19. So she, the only time she got to drive was with this other person who was the instructor, who we paid, instructor you know, yeah. the instructor person. And that poor woman probably thought we were like the worst people <laughs> ever. Like the other kids got, you know, a, a vehicle that would not go over maybe 50 <laughs> or 55. She I didn't inherited, have one of those. She, she inherited the Lexus. And I was like, Ooh. wait a second. That has too much power. That's, that's going to go way too fast for you. Yeah. So She's yeah, fast. Yeah, she's definitely that driver. So Now she's in Philadelphia Yeah, at so, a ballet school. She oh, just graduated high neat. school. Yep. And she's in she, Philadelphia. Now, what's, so. the, what's the end goal for that? Performing or yeah. teaching? or No, performing. performing. Neat. For, for as long as she can perform, yeah, yeah. you know, until she can't perform anymore. So... I don't know. We're not sure. Our end goal might be different than Caitlin's. My end goal <laughs> no, is not to be on Dad's payroll. Dad's <laughs> payroll for the that rest would be of nice. her life. Yeah. No, but how yeah. neat that She's she was able to girl. pursue yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was able to pursue a, a career in the arts, but it was uh, not ballet. I did not. Really? You, you kind of look like yeah. a ballet. You look like a ballet. I was, I was thinking ballet or jockey. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't one quite or the figured. Other, yeah. No, yeah. but I <laughs> really big horse. <laughs> Clydesdales. Clydesdale. Uh, I I did a lot of practice out in front of the Kmart in Hayward. Uh, it just ran out of quarters. Yeah. Um, but no, I to be able to do something that you love as a as a as a. A career and have the, the and support artist. of a yeah. yeah and as an artist yeah. and 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 have the support of the family to do that. We've been uh, blessed to do that. Yeah. I mean, very uh, nice. Kind of kind of a nice thing. Certainly, our business has allowed her to do it. Yeah, sure. You know, by being sure. in the business we're in, but at the same time, she she does. You know, work. a lot of people think, well, we just pay for it, but she gave up a lot to no. do it. Yeah, you know, to be able to give up high school, like she left as a, her very beginning of her sophomore year. Yep. And she gave up having a high school normal life, whatever normal is, which maybe we don't want for the kids. But yeah. um, but she just she really made a lot of sacrifices. She she didn't grow up with her little brothers. You know, we have two little boys that she missed growing up with. Yeah. You know, and she missed a lot of things about being a regular kid yeah. by making the choice she made. Well, and when when kids and when families are able to do that whatever it happens to be when they take yeah. something they love and that that's going to be the what comes to mind is you know like gymnastics uh hockey right. usually in the sports but also in the arts mm-hmm. where at 4 a.m you're doing the practices you're doing this then you go to school and then you've got the practices after and the competitions or whatever it is that you happen to be pursuing but uh to be able to do that and not have to look back you know in your 30s going you know boy i wonder what would have happened if I had pursued that? Right. It's neat to be able to, to have the opportunity to do that. And you mentioned she's able to do that, and uh, and the, you know, the kids are able to explore different things because of the business you're in. I, I want to get back no to doubt. Yeah. the Bergamini yeah. group yeah. again. What's yeah. the website, Matt? Welcome to Prescott.com. Yeah. Welcome to Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Prescott.com. Yeah. Now, or when did you or everything Prescott.com. When did you go in? Yeah. When did you go into that line? Um, about 17 years ago. Which was what? What year? Gosh, 2002. 2002. Two? Yep. Heyday for this area. There was a big boom Actually, in the early 80s. I mean, excuse so me, in the early 2000s. 2002 was kind of a, was a, was a, was a launching. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it was good. 2005, it was stupid. 
You know, 2006 Crazy. was nuts. And um, then, you know, 2000. Very shortly after yeah, that, two, 9, 10. Late, late 2007. Seven, yeah. Eight, Is that when it started eight, to nine, turn? 9, 10, 12. Yeah, we were good at selling stuff. And we sold almost everything <laughs> we owned. So, yeah, no, it was definitely. It, Back to that flea market yeah, where your yeah, parents exactly, used to jump yeah. you off. Yeah, the BMW, some other things yeah. that we had to get rid of. We had but, a son. December oh, no. 1st. Oh, I know. wait, you scared me. We had a son. We sold him. Yeah, yeah, we sold him. <laughs> yeah. I got scared I there got for a minute. Really price yeah. for that boy. It's funny. Yeah, our, <laughs> our fifth son it was born in December 21st of 2007. Yep. And our older kids, by then, we were hurting pretty bad financially, like as far as the market had yeah. pretty it much just crashed. Yeah. Dropped. There was nobody buying or selling. And we hadn't really figured out a strategy to move sure. forward by that point. And the, the kids remember, our three older kids remember being that... Quentin was their Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that year that we got a remember, we got a kid for Christmas? Remember when we had that brother <laughs> yeah, for Christmas? Yeah, that was That's nice. all. Yeah. I can honestly you tell you though, I was in my thirties at that point in time. You know, and I and I and I knew a bunch of agents, real estate agents yeah. that were, you know, a lot older than I was, and it it ruined them. It, yeah. it ruined them. Now for us, we just bounce back and we you know because adapt. of yeah adapt and because we know people and 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 hopefully you know learn. again hopefully learn some things and <laughs> good customer service and yeah. you know client care and things like that i mean by all means you know you can build a business off of that and you mentioned customer service sure. in in a town with the history that prescott does any any towns that are cities that that go back generations upon generations there's always families groups of families names that have been around for a long time and especially here, I noticed it when I moved to this area, I noticed that there was a lot of the families who had been doing work with each other, whether it be uh, trucking, whether it be real estate, yeah. construction. So it would go, it would, you know, th- there were there were those handshake deals. There were those long time. We, we call uh, it the good old boy ne- network. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's yeah. got kind yeah, of yeah. A, a, negative a negative sometimes, got, but, but, it's not. but it's great no, it's not. because that's um, how you find work now. Correct. So, that changes yeah. in 2019. You've got Without to adapt doubt. things like social media. You've sure. got to work with websites. And, and, and honestly, you know, I, I can tell you that there's some some positive negative of being a, a bartender for 11 years and being local. Yeah. Um, you know, people know you and they're like, well, th- this is a great guy, but I don't know if I want him to do real estate <laughs> with me, um, which is fine. I mean, that was that yeah. was okay at the time. Um, more po- more positives than <laughs> negatives, um, without a doubt. But I, you know, I do think that there was at that point point in time a very close knit kind of who was doing what when i i think it's a lot freer now i think the consumer knows a lot more i mean it's a lot it's a lot more transparent where you you go online now and figure out i mean i get people calling me going how so i hear you have six kids and i'm like oh really i don't (laughs) know where i have that but you know by all means anybody can search a name and find out exactly anything that they want to know about you anymore. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the case in 2002. Yeah, and anything and not, they want to know about houses. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it's not just about you. No, right. You can go on oh, no and doubt. get no. a full education on right. certain things or through YouTube. Or miseducation. Yeah, I mean, exactly. by all means, the, 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 now it's, you know, we used to be the keepers of information. Yeah. Back in the Yellow Book days, yeah. you call a real estate agent, you say, hey, I'm coming to town, what do you have? And we kept all of it at that yeah. point in time. We don't have that information all to ourselves anymore. But I can tell you the information that's out there may not be all that correct. Not and correct. And so now it's just a matter of let's filter through the information that you have and what I have, and let's talk about what, what we can do for you. And it right. still comes down to when somebody is making 
realistically big, the largest purchase of their life. No doubt. They want to know that when I'm talking to this person on the phone or across the table, I can trust this person. Yeah. I know where they're yeah. coming from. Yeah. So regardless of what you're getting through... You know, websites sure. and, and, and blogs we and forums. We all look really things, good yeah. online. Yeah. No, <laughs> you really have not do. seen my website, have oh, you? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I well, there, know, are no, there are no pictures of me. So yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot of buyer's agents on our team that are new to our industry, learning yeah. every day. And I was just talking to Rebecca, and she was saying, She's right there. I is don't that, know. Is that her That's over there? Rebecca over there at the who, bar. Who hi, refuses Rebecca. to come over? Come say yeah. hi. Yeah. And she, we were we'll just, just talking talk about, about you from here. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'm. We were just talking about the fact that she just learned so much in a single day, and <laughs> I agree with her. But I told her, I said, you know what? I just learned so much in that yeah. same single day. Seventeen and years still learning. Real estate never gets. We never get where we know everything. We never get where we're used to not learning. Like we want to learn all the time. But one of the things that we. I, we have a client right now that is in North Carolina, and she's a real estate agent in North Carolina. And she says to me, what has happened in Arizona that your contracts are so complex? Like, why is it like this? And I said, well, you know, I mean, probably litigation. Litigation yeah. generally drives all contracts mm-hmm. that are written. And then it gets more and more complex the more litigation that occurs. And she says, well, I would never do real estate in your state. It's so <laughs> complex. And I said, you know... As much as people maybe don't want to deal with a salesperson and they don't want to work with a realtor because they think, oh, they're just going to try to sell me, it really is a complex situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very hard thing. And I mean, we we work through some very difficult circumstances and very difficult contracts that emotions are a little higher when you're talking about somebody's, yeah, somebody's, you know, as well they should be. And they should have someone who can guide them. With through the contract without the emotion, yeah. yep. and they can experience the emotion. It's yeah. their home. It's a lot that goes on, but but we should be able to stay at the at the level at which we are the knowledgeable party, and we're trying to help yeah. them and not be not be adding complex things to their circumstances yeah. because it's already stressful so the perf- and yeah. already yeah. difficult. The perfect environment is when you either my client as a buyer or my client as a seller goes, "Oh my gosh, that was so easy." Yeah. That's the perfect situation, you know, sure. and, yeah. and, and and that's that's how it should look. If it if it looks complex, then we've right. done something wrong. So but would you, you know, say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Today, just today, we closed on a house that was was not easy. It was very complex, yeah. and the sellers the sellers did an amazing job of they doing everything job, they yeah. needed to do to sell that house, and they they were phenomenal. But yet, when I called them and told them we closed, we're done, we're so excited for you. They said, you know what? We couldn't have done it without you. And the only nice. reason they say that isn't because we did anything extraordinary necessarily, but we treated them well throughout yeah. the process and we encouraged them that they could make their own decisions, you know, and that they could yeah. they could choose what needed to be done. And they they made the decisions they made and sure. I think they did the right thing in sure. being able to make those choices. But they were very even and though it was complex and it was very difficult and stressful for them. They came out on the other side being like, okay, we're good. And yeah. we appreciate all your help. And it's not always easy. Yeah. Real estate's complex. It and, is confusing. And that's where no matter what level of technology and information yeah. that's coming at you from every side, 
that's where that personal service comes into play where it's like, okay, no doubt. I've got all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Now how do I filter it? How do I how right. do I make it usable? So, and that's where when, good when folks you're the come last in. of seven kids, you've got at least one older brother who goes, So this real estate thing, are you worried about the internet taking your job? I'm like, <laughs> and I, what and am the, I a travel agent? And, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the answer the answer travel is just weren't worried. The, <laughs> yeah. The answer is absolutely not, because I yeah. can tell you that no matter what there's still there's still an interpretation and a lot of information that is really 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 complex. Now having and we can deal with that. Now having hear you say yeah. that, uh, I, I will tell you about this one idiot I know. I won't tell you his name. Matt Henshaw. No, it was me. Oh. It was me. Uh, I I bought my house when we moved out here. Yeah. On the internet. Oh, I I, I heard b- about this. I heard that you were sight unseen. Sight unseen. Good for you. I just we just needed. You did not have a realtor. You had a realtor. Oh. Okay. And she goes, you can't do that. We don't do this. My brother who had moved sight to Prescott. Unseen, yeah. He had moved to Prescott several months before I did, and it just by a chance, my job was going to transfer me up here. I said, yeah, I I've heard of Prescott. I, we ended up going to Paulden. So I uh, looked online, found a house, and uh, called my brother. Says, "Do me a favor, drive over there with the realtor, and uh, tell me what it looks like." He goes, "Well, when are you coming out to look at it?" I says, "I can't." So uh, he's standing there on the phone with the realtor, and I and I says, "Okay, look up." And he goes, "What do you, what do you mean, look up?" I said, "Look up." He goes, "Okay, I'm I'm in the living room. I'm looking up. I go, can you see the sky?" And he goes, no, what do you mean? I'm inside. I go, I buy it. As long as you can't see the sky standing in the living room, I'll You're the take perfect it. client, by the way. And it, it uh, and then, then my the next home that we're currently in, tell me if this is a good reason to buy a house. We were too cheap to move. Is that a good reason? We just didn't yeah, want to pack. a good reason to buy a house. <laughs> why not? So you were renting We were it? renting. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we were in there for, uh, for two years. No, three years. Yeah, three years. I, we did a one-year lease, and then I thought we did a three-year lease. So February, a couple of Februarys ago, I'm, I get home, and I go, hey, I, Alex, uh, Alexandra was the woman we bought it from. And I, and I tell my wife, I said, you know, I don't want to move. Let's talk to Alex. We've been here two years. She hasn't raised the rent. Let's see if we can put out a schedule, you know, with some good increments, and, and see if we can make it worth her while to give us like a five-year lease. I don't want to move again. And she goes, well, you better hurry. I go, what, what do you mean? She goes, the lease is over in a couple of weeks at the end of the month. I said, no, we got another year left on it. And she goes, no, we don't. I pulled out the paperwork and sure enough, lease was up. Uh, so I called the uh, landlady and she goes, I've been meaning to get with you because uh, I'm going to sell the house. And I just, I don't want to be a, I don't want to, she had a couple other rentals she had sold. And I says, I don't want to, uh, you know, she goes, would, would you be interested in buying it? And I, I wasn't at the time. And then she made us such a great offer. It was like, we can't afford to move. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was worthwhile because it's a yeah. big house. It's, a, it's fairly large. Uh, What's tw- large? 2,600 square feet. Oh, two, bedroom. <laughs> two bedroom. Two yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and she, she had said if... Yeah, Rebecca left her phone. Oh, <laughs> look through it, Matt. See what's yeah. in there. Uh, but it's, uh, she had said, she goes, if somebody's looking for a house with this many square feet, we're going to have to do some building and build out another room. She goes, I don't want to dump the money in it. You guys, it's just the three of you. It'll be perfect for you. So we were able to work out a deal, and it's... Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we were very fortunate that she was able to work with us, and, and we were able to not have to pack up all my garbage. <laughs> 
Um, 2,600 square feet. I never want to yeah. move again. No, so I'm yeah, with you. No, I for me, you. that's huge. I've yeah. never lived in anything bigger than 1,200. Yeah. That's pretty big for three that's, people. No, that's I gotta a, say. That's pretty, that's pretty and, decent and two size bedroom. house for yeah. yeah. And you're and on an acre plus, On an right? acre, yeah. and then the, uh, the garage slash yeah, barn is absolutely. another 1,200 wow. square feet. Yeah, we bought our, our house where now that I is like kind of my dream house that Brad oh, God. bought for me. And um, That is. And right when we moved, we moved in in July and our two children moved out in August. Caitlin wasn't supposed to leave. You know, normally sophomores in high school don't move out. And our, I did. Our oldest don't son ever was do going a to listing college. Of, don't, don't ever do a listing presentation to somebody that you're going to buy their house to. Right. Because then the cost is a little higher than you expected. Uh, right. But my wife got a dream house and we're in a place that, right. you know, I obviously love we it. love. So. I really and love it. And it's close to her mom and some other things. So when it's great. we moved, we bought the house like in April, but we did some work on it and stuff over the summer. You yeah. Know, until, and then we moved in in July and our, our youngest son came to me one night just in tears and said, because our daughter was moving out to go to ballet school and our oldest son was going away to college. And he's like, can we move back to the other house? Because I think they'll stay. I'm oh, like, they're not going to yeah. stay, baby. They're not they moving grow up. because they don't like our new house. Yeah. They're kind of mad that we have the new house and they're <laughs> moving. <laughs> yeah. But he wanted them to stay so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. please yeah. don't make them, don't let them leave. And if we move back to our old house, can will they stay with me? <laughs> I'm like, nope, oh, sorry. But... Yeah, my I I have uh, informed my wife that we will not be moving, uh, and she does not. Uh, she she's a very practical person. She's not much for joking around, and and uh, she has no sense of humor. Basically, <laughs> and I told her I said she uh, doesn't listen to this, does no. she? <laughs> but to say, huh? he likes her. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. Oh, I, I like her too. I just yeah. she's not. You yeah. know, she doesn't joke around much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yet she's married to you. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't make comedian. any sense. She I told her, I said, uh I said she she has no idea I do that either. She, <laughs> she's never seen a show. I, I just no. go out late at night on Thursdays. I don't know what's going on. Uh well, it's kinda like work. I'm working on getting out of the house. Uh I told her, I said, you know, I, I'm not moving again. I you know, I, I'm just this is I like the house, the layout. I got my shop out in the garage. I've got a little recording spot out there. And uh I said, so you know, when I and I, I was joking, I says when when I keel over, I've got a spot in the backyard, just my neighbor John's got a backhoe. I said, call John and have him dig a hole and throw me in it. And she looked <laughs> dead serious. She goes, Oh no! When you die, me and Anthony are moving. <laughs> and she was so not you'll joking. Be buried with other people. And it wasn't if or it's, it's she, when. It was. Right. A, it's like it was. A, what time is it? Yeah, it was <laughs> as if she's got it marked on her calendar yeah, exactly. with a big smiley yeah. face. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Before Anthony that day. grows up, yeah. Yeah, did you nice. notice What's Anthony that? will still be at home? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's before so, he grows up. You might want to check your food for you know under the steak or something like that. I will tell you this: I I I ride a motorcycle. I almost laid it down a few months ago, and I called her up. I was kind of shaking and. And I called her. I said, everything's fine. I, I almost wrecked, but I need you to come out here. Not a joke. First words out of her mouth is, how's the bike? It's fine. I'm, I'm okay, too. Yeah, she goes, yeah. but the bike's expensive. <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. I was like, one Are arm, you well one insured? Arm mat is no, okay. I'm not. That's, 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 yeah. that's he's well insured. If yeah. I had a whole bunch of life insurance, <laughs> I would at least say, well, okay, right. she's getting to her. Yeah. Go, her win is that I'm not there anymore. Right. Basically, that's right. kind of the and win. Can she still cash in on the bike? 
Yeah. That's no, not question. if I lay it down. Right. She keeps reminding me, you know, there's no helmet law in Arizona. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Let, the, let the wind I'm blow the through your hair. I'm the person who's like, does our life insurance policy allow for motorcycle riding? Because if not, you're not getting <laughs> you're not gonna Well, buy, I'm not a motorcycle fan. No, probably not getting a bike anyways. Well, you have um, scars from earlier bike yeah. life. I've, I've wrecked a few bikes. Street, dirt, both. <laughs> dirt bikes. Dirt, dirt yeah. bikes, yeah. I, I do yeah. love a dirt bike. Yeah. Sure, run away, chicken. <laughs> 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 oh, they're so cute. Well, let's we, we've taken up your whole afternoon here. There's a lot of fun. Get, yeah, plug away fun. again. Where can folks find uh, find out what uh, you got going on? Welcome Prescott, everything Prescott, or type in Bergamini in any you know any search engine, and you'll find yeah. us. Facebook, and you can Instagram, see some Twitter. fabulous photographs of your houses yeah. by uh, by Matt Henshaw. By Matt Henshaw. By by the the, the famous hero. Matt Henshaw. Oh, should we put who your actually name on has it? a really nice podcast. Real film, uh, nerds. Real, film real nerds. nerds. real film nerds. Real film nerds. Which is kind of really, you know, and you can go on Facebook and listen to it too. Real film nerds. I can't. I'm not you old can't. enough. Well, you don't have the 13 year old. Yeah, 13 yeah. year old. Um, you can well, find us I there. I do have to plug our PUSD Education Foundation oh, yeah. again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. I've been on the board of the Education Foundation since we started in 2015. I was one of the founding members, and it's been really, cha- really significant in the changes in PUSD. I think Joe Howard does a great job leading our school district, and we want to have the best school district in the state. Um, and we do it; we do what we can to make a difference, and it's been awesome. It's been great. It's been so yeah. much fun to see the teachers. We do innovative teaching grants. We have put money into the schools as far as making yeah. their campuses not as poor so as they anytime used to be. you see our- PUSD Education Foundation come out and support, we have... Yeah. What, it, what was it? Party in the Pines. Uh, Party in the Pines. Yes. Whiskey Off-Road. Whiskey off So that we've been the super fortunate to yeah. be the charity for both of those events for the last Very couple nice. of years. And, and those we, are both events that get people not just from around the state, but from around the Southwest. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Come up without a doubt. We've met... I, first of all, I've not been involved in the Whiskey Off-Road before, the bike race. And I am like... I am so amazed by that mountain yeah. biking community. Yeah. What an amazing group of people. They come out. They they just are so fun to be around. They're from all over. And they yeah. come here to race in our beautiful city that we live in. And they are amazed by it. Most of them are like, your elevation's a little higher than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, not the pros, I, well, of course. If, the pros get it. if you're yeah. asking for plugs, but, there's, there's one other plug I wouldn't mind doing. Please. Because, you know, I've been involved with, uh, with the... Uh, with, oh, I'm sorry. That's all the time we got. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's we're where done. Yeah, sorry we're done. Sorry about that. We're wrapping up. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Prescott Area Board of, of Realtors. I, you know, I've been involved as a volunteer there for, um, what, nine years? A long time. Uh, as the board president for quite some time. And so it's definitely one of those things that, you know, realtors are, are professionals. I mean, yeah. it, I think a lot of people just you, they look at HGTV and they go, oh, my gosh, they just show houses all day. No, <laughs> I mean, by all means, if you're going to do what we're doing, use yeah. a realtor. And if it's not us, use another realtor. Yeah. Because the, the fact is, is that uh, uh, we are educated. We, we know what we're doing. And by all means, there's, there's, there's some quality there. Again, without fail, barring any really weird circumstances, the largest purchase you'll ever make. Why not consult somebody yeah. who knows what and they're doing? And sometimes the largest purchase, you know, investment. And by all means, yeah. real estate's an investment. You know, yeah. more billionaires are made from real estate than any other 
Investment Avenue. Now, Jen, let me ask you, when he was the president of that, did he make you play Hail to the Chief on your phone whenever you walked in the room? <laughs> I wish. Mr. Yeah. President Mr. is what president. I like to say. Yeah. No, yeah. that would not yeah, happen. No. Yeah, no. And no. did you I want to, to impeach him of, from the we living room? I kind of celebrating when he was done being president. <laughs> it was a great time. January 1st. And it was January 1. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I think... Our market was way better off because of all the people who have served, not just Brad. Sure. A lot of yeah, people have served sure. on that. But it really does make a difference. And I think our public doesn't really know yeah. the impact realtors have on our community. But at the same time, it's it's pretty significant. Here's an interesting fact. Do you know that 75% of realtors give to local charities? 75%. What about them other 25 I don't know. They beats. suck. Yeah, I don't we're know what not, they are. We <laughs> but I can tell you that, that, <laughs> that it's, you know, realtors... They work very, for the other group. Yeah, exactly. Right. But no, realtors, without a doubt, yeah. they, they give. They, they're well, they're uh, involved with uh, their community. Our realtor sense. association has supported public schools yeah, like without a immensely doubt. Yeah. throughout the years. We've done several bonds and overrides, and yep. they've always supported us, knowing that strong public schools make for a community yes. that people will move to. And it makes sense. The realtors need to know the community. Sure. They need to know the population. Right. Uh, they need to invest in it because otherwise, you know, housing prices drop if it's in a cruddy area and if things no aren't supported. Right. And that's one thing, uh, again, coming from a larger area, one of the reasons why we wanted to make the move and one of the reasons definitely why we stay is because the people that are doing things in the community are folks that you can see at a local restaurant, at a oh, local no coffee shop, whatever. And they're invested in the community. It's not like that in the larger metro no. areas. So if you're looking for a great place just to visit, maybe not everybody move here, uh, but come on up. <laughs> We're kind of for everybody. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know. You, know, you don't know the same people. Yeah. You don't know the same people today. I know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Some people of that yeah, you, you go want. No, I, you do not want them up no, here, the trust me. The thing is, is what's interesting is we get a lot of these, these comments that, you know, we're being, we're being run over and taken over. We're becoming You know, California. honestly, you know, you came from California. Yeah. Why'd you come here? Because you're a refugee. <laughs> really? In I mean, a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. That, I mean, and I was so escorted to the that, state line. Exactly. That's a, that's like, a whole other go that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, think about it. The people that are moving here, they really want community. They yeah. want what Prescott has to offer. And so in, in a lot of ways, we are the safe haven, haven yeah. for a lot of folks that, that come this way. Yeah. And right. there's uh, there's a lot to be said for just experiencing new stuff and and getting out and meeting folks and and getting to know why people are in the business they chose why they decided to move somewhere and you know without without that one there there is no there is no town there is no downtown it just becomes another uh, suburb or another strip mall and 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 that's one of the beauties of not just prescott but the entire area go down to mayor you know out to chino valley oh speaking of which Sponsor of the show. I forgot. Big Daddy's Barbecue. BDEBBQ.com. Oh. Hey, we got a plug for them. The official, unofficial sponsor of the show. Yeah. We you, have a plug for them. Yeah. Actually, so, we need them to do our, our client <laughs> appreciation yeah. party. So every year we do a, a client appreciation <laughs> if party. If you're listening. And we have, we have over 200 people. You know, I've, yeah. I, I've sold over 2,000 homes in, in the area. So we have a lot of folks that, that, that join yeah. us on our client appreciation party in the fall. And they do a phenomenal yeah. job. And yeah. if you have haven't had their barbecue, you're missing out. 
BDE. Yeah, our clients love yeah. their barbecue. BDE, They got some funky hours, though. Uh, <laughs> lunch Lunchtime Tuesday through Friday, but they are open late on Fridays. They got live music out on that patio right there in Chino Valley. One other plug, because he saved me the other day when I broke down. Uh, my good friend Avery at Select Auto uh, in, in Chino Valley, 1264 South Highway 89, oh. Unit G. Jay, excuse me. Give Avery and Frank. Actually, I think Frank's the brains of the outfit. Uh, <laughs> I doubt Select that. Automotive. Do you know Met Frank? Ball? Yeah, I know you Frank. Know Frank? <laughs> Just so yeah. you know, it's probably the Avery. brains yeah. of the yeah. outfit, yeah. in case you're... Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they. Uh, I, I, I was heading out. I had a job in Phoenix last week, and I broke down heading out of Chino on the highway, and uh, and and Avery and Frank took so care of me. So we have an employee that 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 has a, a car that's older than dirt that they keep His alive. His name may or may not be yeah. Matt Henshaw. No, 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 no. <laughs> I won't tell you the name because she'd be embarrassed. But she, they keep that vehicle on the road. Yeah, and it's 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 a, it's awesome to have that yeah. kind of connection. No, but I will tell you, for, for a while, other employee. before I had a truck, I used to have to borrow Matt's older truck, the one he had before uh-huh. this one. And uh, like anything else, you know, you borrow your truck, I'll make sure I bring it back with a tank oh, of gas. Oh, no. You know, every single time I borrowed that thing, something would break. <laughs> kind of like my so mother, Matt. by Did the time I was borrow done it? borrowing it, he had a brand new truck, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, the uh, and it was things like door handles collapsing in your finger. Uh, I pulled the brake one time, and, and the plastic brake handle literally oh, no. dissolved. No, dissolved oh. in my hand. Yeah, I pushed his uh, his flasher button one time, and it dissolved into a red powdery substance. That Arizona Sun will do that to well, you. Don't shake my hand later on because there's something yeah. wrong with your fingers. No, <laughs> it was the truck. <laughs> Trust the truck. me. Okay. That truck Trust. Is running fine to this day. Matt, oh no, how, ran great. How's my mower just... doing? <laughs> All right, good. Same thing right. happened to the mower, so I get that. So. <laughs> I think well, we feel that way about our kids' cars. Uh, oh, Every time we touch them, the we're like, oh, gosh, what did you do to this car? <laughs> I thought she was going to say about the kids. Every time yeah, we touch no. them, something kids falls off. Cars. I don't know what happens. Well, I yeah. want to thank you guys for spending some time oh, at the Back you. Alley Wine Bar. Thanks for finally having us No, that was here. fun. That yeah, was we, a lot of fun. We've been, doing, we've been Thanks, talking Matt about it for Thanks, Matt for making it happen. Yeah. I'll make fun of you in the outro. In the outro? Okay.